Have you ever had it with being at the beck and call of your patients after leaving the office? You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to a special October series on children's health. I'm Dr. Bill Rutenberg, your host, and with me today is Julie Ortiz, RN. Julie Ortiz is founder and president of Triage for Pediatrics. Triage for Pediatrics, located in Dallas, Texas, is a service that provides after-hours telephone triage services for over 100 pediatricians. She holds a national certification in telephone triage. Hi, Julie. Hi, Dr. Rutenberg. Thanks for joining us on this special segment on children's health. Julie, I have a pediatrician colleague who's been in practice for about 20 years, and a service like yours would be the answer to his dreams. Tell us, how did you get started in the business? Well, I've been a registered nurse for 15 years and have worked in several different offices, call centers, and actually decided to open up my own business several years ago. I felt like there was a huge need for a service that specifically did pediatrics only. So many call centers today do all types of services, whether it's, you know, OB, family practice, plus pediatrics. I really wanted to have a service that specialized only in pediatrics. Are your nurses that answer the calls also pediatric trained? Yes. I hire only RNs. I do have RNs, pediatric nurse practitioners. They must have at least five years pediatric experience. After five years of experience, do you do any kind of on-site testing to check their knowledge base? Absolutely. Whenever I first hire a nurse, they do have to go through a pretty lengthy orientation, which includes being monitored during their calls, being able to perform the calls. We do have training involved as well. They do have to take a competency exam before they're allowed on the phones after training. You mentioned monitoring the calls. Are they recorded for quality purposes? Like when you call up a store, they always say, and this call may be monitored for quality purposes. At this time, we do not record the calls. That's something that I look into. When they're in training, though, they do have a nurse that has a headset on that listens to them for several shifts, so they're monitoring in that way. Do you do peer review, or what sort of quality improvement methodology have you developed? Yes, we definitely do have a program in place. We do quality assurance based upon their documentation of their calls, as well as calling parents to get feedback, as well as calling the offices. So it's based really on those three factors. But for me, the main thing that I want to hear from and who I feel like gives me the best input are the parents. What kind of direct feedback do you get from parents? They have been very pleased. (laughs) They absolutely love the service. They feel like the nurses take time and hear their concerns. And I would say after doing triage for this many years, Most of the time, they really just want that reassurance on the phone. They want to know that what they're doing at home is the right thing. A lot of times, we can just provide home care, prevent ER visits, and make parents happy. Again, you know, they just need that reassurance. They want to talk to a friendly voice on the phone. They love talking to registered nurses that can take time with them on the phone. This time, who pays for it? The physician's office? The patient? How is it done? And do you bill insurance? We do not bill insurance. I don't know of any companies, at least at this point, that do pay for that. As far as where I'm concerned, I bill the offices. I do have some offices that bill the patients and some that provide that as a free service for their patients. Could I ask what typically you bill an office for an individual call, and is it based on the amount of time the nurse spends on the phone with the patient? 
I will tell you that I just bill for, you know, an individual call. It has nothing to do with time. If I have a nurse that spends 30 minutes on the phone, it makes no difference as far as the rate of the call. Do your nurses follow protocols or their algorithms? How exactly is a call, typical call handled? I am a big fan of Barton Schmidt protocols. Ah, uh, good man. <laughs> yes, as well as all of my offices use him as well. So we definitely follow the Barton Schmidt protocols. And for those that are interested, I believe he has his book published, correct? Pediatric Absolutely. Telephone Protocols. So, because I certainly endorse Barton Schmidt as quite an expert in many areas of pediatrics. So his book is available for those who have not yet availed themselves of Julie's services. Exactly. When you're taking a call, how is the information transferred back to the doctor's office? We document the call on a nursing note, and it is faxed to the offices by 9 a.m., because I want those offices to get those calls before their day begins, and um, they can look and see who do they need to follow up with, who are they concerned about. And I'm absolutely amazed at how many of my physicians, they read the notes. They uh, feel like they're very easy to read, and I've actually had several offices adopt our note and start using them in their own offices. What kind of feedback do you get from the doctors? I get excellent feedback from the doctors. On my website, I have several testimonials. In fact, um, in the last year, most of my offices in the last year have been just from word of mouth from the other physicians. So my references will absolutely speak for themselves. When there's a problem that requires another level of attention, perhaps a child that needs to be admitted to the emergency room or the nurse answering the call just feels uncomfortable, something is not quite right here, reassurance is not enough. Are there physicians backing up the nurses, either your own employed physicians, or is there a backup physician from each practice that you can call? Yes. I have two answers to that question. Number one, I do have a medical director, Dr. Merchant, and she does oversee everything as far as my practice goes. Before I will take on an office, I absolutely need to know that there is a physician available for us to call with any questions or concerns. My physicians have been great about that. They definitely do not mind when they call. And so I feel like we're very lucky as far as that concern. One also rule that I have is if a parent ever specifically requests to speak to the MD on call, we will call the physician. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Children's Health Special Segment on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. And my guest is Julie Ortiz, RN. We are discussing triage for pediatrics, an after-hour call center. So the physicians on call back you up. What percentage of the time do you call the physician? We probably call maybe 5 to 10% of the time. What percentage of the time do you feel children actually are admitted to the hospital or are referred to an emergency room? Our numbers right now are about 9 to 10% of the calls that we get which is appropriate. Yeah, no, that sounds very much in line with a typical pediatric practice. I am a practicing pediatrician, so as I said, I too would find your service a great convenience. When you go out and work with the practice groups, are there any that give resistance to your service, and why is that? I don't think that I really get any resistance to my services. I think the only thing that may be an issue is maybe the charge for the offices. I do have offices that I've spoken to and, you know, maybe they do not want to do the service. But what's so funny is the offices that have signed up, within about a month I hear from them and they go, this is the best thing I've ever done. (laughs) Because they finally realize they have a life. 
Plus, they have very happy patients. Our goal is to be just an extension of their office. My nurses have been trained to know, and myself as a business owner, you know, we are an extension of them, and we represent their office after hours, and we want their patients to be happy. On a serious note, as I'm sure you're aware, physicians are being burdened tremendously with malpractice insurance premiums. Is that an issue for your service? Do you have to carry malpractice insurance? Absolutely. We all carry our own personal malpractice insurance. Absolutely. And this is no slight because I've said to many of my colleagues, and we all agree, you can do everything right in medicine and still be sued. Has there ever been an issue with a lawsuit against the service? Not one time. (laughs) Great to hear. Good for you. (laughs) Do not jinx me. (laughs) We have never had an issue. In fact, our satisfaction rate is actually 99%. Oh, that's fabulous. So we do have an excellent satisfaction rate. And I'm very proud to say I could not do this without my nurses. We've made good decisions. And I think that's part of hiring the right nurses, not just, you know, hiring anybody that has pediatric experience and not only can follow the Barton Schmidt protocols, which we've already said, he's excellent. There's, you know, to me, that's the best one out there. But I do believe a nurse has to have some critical thinking skills as well and know what to ask that parent because parents don't always know what to tell you. I think that's, again, very sound advice. It makes me feel very secure in the kind of program that you're running. Do you do any employment or pre-employment screening in addition to their knowledge base? I've read some things on your website, so I wonder if you could talk about the way you screen prospective employees. Absolutely. Obviously, the references are checked. We do do a criminal background check as well as a urine drug screen. So there's definite screening involved. Do you continue to do those at any sort of an interval? As far as checking urine drug screens, obviously, if there's ever any suspicion whatsoever, we would absolutely obtain a urine drug screen. And typically, what are the hours that your service is in operation? That's what's so great about our service is our flexibility. You know, our hours, we work with the offices. I do call for offices that close at lunch. I've done call for offices that are moving to different locations have called me and asked me if we will do it during the day. My rule of thumb is this. If they give me, a, you know, 24 hours notice and it's outside of our call time, I'm more than happy to do it. Our calls typically start at 4.30 p.m. until 9 a.m., Monday through Friday, and then on the weekend, obviously 24-7, all of the holidays are completely covered. Do you have any plans to expand outside of Texas? I would love to. (laughs) Like I said, I have Virginia. I have a couple of offices that are potentially starting up in a couple of weeks that are in California. But yes, that is definitely my goal is to move outside of the Texas area. Now, how'd you get references or contacts out in California, Virginia? I will tell you, they found me. I did not do any marketing in those areas. Actually, my one office in California, they called a couple of my references on my website and was extremely, extremely pleased, and they're wanting to sign up. Virginia was the same situation. They ended up finding me. If someone wanted to contact you for more information, find out more about your service, how would they go about doing that? My website is www.triage4pediatrics.com. And my phone number is 214-450-5030. Can you tell us about, or is there anything that pops into your mind as to the greatest save you or one of your nurses made? You know, something that just, you go home at night and you just feel great. 
You know what? I think there have absolutely been many saves on our part. You know, we're doing calls after hours in so many situations where that has happened. Um, I would say probably the most recent one was where a mother had called in. Child was having abdominal pain. Mom, you know, really wasn't too concerned based upon uh, my nurse's assessment. My nurse picked up just, you know, that gut instinct that we all get, even as physicians and nurses, this child needed to be seen. The child was rushed in for an emergency appendectomy recently. I love those stories. They're so satisfying. Yes. Julie, I'd like to thank you so much for spending the time with us. We have been discussing triage for pediatrics and after-hours call service. Julie Ortiz, RN, is the president and founder of Triage for Pediatrics. I'm Dr. Bill Rutenberg, and you've been listening to a special children's health series on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. For questions or comments, please send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thanks for listening. I wish you a good day and good health.